Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 125. All these things could still be endured, but when the Lord demanded that I should paint that picture, they began to speak openly about me and to regard me as a, as a hysteric and a fantasist, and the rumors began to grow louder. One of the sisters came to talk to me in private. She began by pitying me and said, I've heard them say that you are a fantasist, sister, and that you've been having visions. My poor sister, defend yourself in this matter. She was a sincere soul, and she told me sincerely what she had heard, but I had to listen to such things every day. God only knows how tiring it was. Yet I resolved to hear, bear everything in silence, and to give no explanations when I was questioned. Some were irritated by my silence, especially those who were more curious. Others, who reflected more deeply, said, Sister Faustina must be very close to God if she has to has the strength to bear so much suffering. It was as if I were facing two groups of judges. I strove after interior and exterior silence. I said nothing about myself, even though I was questioned directly by some sisters. My lips were sealed. I suffered like a dove without complaint. But some sisters seemed to find pleasure in vexing me in whatever way they could. My patience irritated them. But God gave me so much inner strength that I endured it calmly. I learned that I would have help with no one at such moments, and I started to pray and beg the Lord for a confessor. My only desire was that some priest would say this one word to me, Be at peace, you are on the right road, or reject all this, for it does not come from God. But I could not find such a priest who was sufficiently sure of himself to give me a definite opinion in the name of the Lord. And so the uncertainty continued. O Jesus, if it is your will that I live in such uncertainty, may your name be blessed. I beg you, Lord, direct my soul yourself and be with me, for of myself I am nothing. Thus I have already been judged from all sides. There is no longer anything in me that has escaped the sister's judgment, but it seems now to have worn itself out, and they have begun to leave me in peace. My tormented soul has had some rest, and I have learned that the Lord has been closest to me in times of such persecutions. This truce lasted for only a short time. A violent storm broke out again, and now the old suspicions became for them as if true facts, and once again I had to listen to the same old songs. The Lord would have had it that way. But then, strangely enough, even exteriorly, I began to experience various failures. This brought down on me many sufferings of all sorts, known to God alone. But I tried as best I could to do everything with the purest of intentions. I could now see that everywhere I was being watched, like a thief, in the chapel, while I was carrying out my duties, in my cell. I was now aware that, besides the presence of God, I had always close to me a human presence as well. And I must say that more than once, this human presence bothered me greatly.' 
There were times when I wondered, wondered whether I should undress to, my, to wash myself or not. Indeed, even that poor bed of mine was checked many times. More than once I was seized with laughter when I learned they would not even leave my bed alone. One of the sisters herself told me that she came to observe me in my cell every evening to see how I behave in it. Still, superiors are always superiors, and although they humiliated me personally and on occasion filled me with all kinds of doubts, they always allowed me to do what the Lord demanded, though not in the way I asked, but in some other way. They fulfilled the Lord's demands and gave me permission for all the rigors and mortifications he asked of me. One day, one of the mothers, probably Mother Jane, poured out so much of her anger on me and humiliated me so much that I thought I would not be able to endure it. She said to me, You queer, hysterical visionary, get out of this room. Go on with you, sister. She continued to pour out upon my head everything she could think of. When I got to my cell, I fell on my face before the cross and then looked at Jesus, but I could no longer say a single word. Yet I concealed everything from the others and pretended that nothing had happened between us. Here, St. Faustina gives an account of what she had to endure from the other sisters that she lived with. It was not easy. When the Lord asked her to have a Divine Mercy image painted, all decided that she must be crazy. St. Catherine Labouret, who had the apparitions of the miraculous medal, was able to maintain her anonymity in the convent for 40 years. Only her spiritual director knew what was happening in her soul. St. Faustina didn't have that luxury. Faustina bore all in silence, not responding to the inquiries and the curiosity of others, especially those who only wanted to help. God gave her the patience. Unfortunately, she still had to wait to find a confessor or a spiritual director who would reassure her clearly that what she was experiencing came from God. And then she was watched by everyone at all times. It couldn't have been easy to be under such scrutiny. Then her superiors were not always patient or kind. It was another type of purification. But Jesus was with her each step of the way. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in diary number 1075, souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul. The Diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an ebook. Available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. 
Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.